I picked up the knife and I went back to the to the bedroom. I I took the sheets off and in it <laughs> I caught him. In her left hand she has the penis. In her right hand she has the knife. Hey guys, so uh, what's uh, what's y'all's plans for Valentine's Day? I'm gonna be going to the old Disneyland. Damn, that's pretty good. I think uh, we're probably just gonna be doing a double feature. You know, pay for one movie and sneak into the second. Yeah, that's pretty sleazy. Oh, it's romantic as hell. What <laughs> <laughs> you do? What are you doing? Um, well, I'm kind of antisocial, so what I think I'm gonna do is the day before Valentine's Day, we're gonna end up going to the Olive Garden. So, dude, I get it. I get it. Like trying to skip the crowds, but you know, I love you, but that's just kind of kind of lame. The day before thing, man. I don't know. <laughs> well, it could be a lot worse. My name could be Scott Peterson or John Wayne Bobbitt. That's whatever. true. So get that's your uh, bed stick cut off. Yeah, no <laughs> one's no one's head is gonna end up caved in in the fucking bathroom floor anywhere. Nah, I mean we're just gonna no. be full of fucking endless fucking shrimp and scampi or whatever the fuck we have. I suppose all things considered, that is the better option. Yeah. 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 <laughs> be bloated from shrimp than bloated from seawater. <laughs> Very nice. So with that said, everybody, welcome to episode 86, My Bloody Valentine, two. part two. Part two. Delicious Bulu. Day two. <laughs> <laughs> According to the show, I am wearing my fucking Sherpa fucking Levi's jacket. Yep. I look like Tom Cruise, but 100 pounds heavier. Oh, wait, we're not recording. We're not. It's, it's, oh, there we go. There we go. All right. Now we're recording. Tom Cruise and Top Gun? Yeah, I look like Tom Cruise and Top Gun. It's 100 and Top pounds Gun. heavier, uh, a slightly hookier nose, uh, but a better haircut. A hooker nose? What? Yeah, I have that hooked nose. Oh, hooked. I have a hooked nose. I thought you were putting your nose on the street. No. To, to quote uh, American History X, I have that Shylock nose. <laughs> not a not a Shia LaBeouf nose, but a Shylock Shia LaBeouf nose. Shia LaBeouf, no Shia LaBeouf. Goddamn, I'm Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. All right. That's probably all not going to get cut out from the actual show show. No. Leave oh, that. that's I think gold. I leave that. What? Shia LaBeouf? Oh, I'm getting down. No, Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> That's fucking gold right there. Shia LaBeouf. I just realized I have some better headphones that I didn't mean to bring. Oh, this one's missing. I can't hear. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, it's all good. Are you, are you I'll good? go one ear today. I have I have a set of headphones that I've been meaning to bring over here anyways. I want to do that too. Once I get my tax return back, I want to get like some actual legit like over the ear. Like, yeah, some Joe Rogan's ready to go. Yeah, like, Jamie, can you, can you pull that up? <laughs> do you know what we really need though is like somebody that's like just not as talkative. Do, do, do. Yeah. They can just be like, when we're talking about something, and like we're like, hey, is that true or not? Like, hey, Ben, go ahead and look that up really quick. <laughs> yeah, we need a Ben. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, son. I, I, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> you know what? He actually did that. Remember the first yeah. time he was on the episode? He was just playing music in the background or whatever? Son, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hold up. For whom the bell tolls, son. Yeah, dude. 
We need to ask Ben. Yeah. Hey, Ben, do you want to be the official fucking producer slash DJ? Son, <laughs> I don't know, tell man. Tell you the truth, I'm down. <laughs> but I don't know yet. Yeah. Let me look it up. Yep. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like Ben. Everybody needs their own producer. Everybody needs a Ben. Yeah. A Ben or a... Yeah, I guess everyone does need a personal Ben. Yeah. Let me tell you about my Ben friend. Ah. Hi, everybody. Welcome <laughs> to the Heart of Jacob Do America podcast, everybody. It's this we, Sunday. We're not watching football. There is no football to watch. Football's no, over. Thank God. That. Well, so what are your thoughts on the guys, uh, the Super Bowl? Uh, I like a defensive game. It was a little rough for the Super Bowl, but I do like a defensive game. Uh, but I was in a, in a in a live party in Vegas, and so my throat was like I could not talk for like f- four days after because of all the screaming that was going on in that room. Really? Like it was hyped. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. So what hotel was it at? Uh, we, it was actually at uh, Motel we in, Six. Yeah. <laughs> we were actually in the back room at a tavern called Hennessy's, and oh, so it was okay. on uh, on Fremont Street, and so it was oh, all like okay. you know, we stayed at the the Four Queens and. Okay, so it wasn't uh, yeah, like the yeah. conference room in the Bellagio or anything. No, like no, that? no, no, no. We had we had an open bar um, that was there in you the room. You had a fondue swan. We had, uh, no, we had uh, <laughs> buffalo wings, burgers, hot dogs, nachos, uh, salad. Sounds uh, like the yeah. feast so of a it king. Was, fuck yeah, it was a, it was a fucking Super Bowl. Did you have baguettes? Feast. No oh, baguettes. I've been eating a lot of baguettes lately, dude. What? What? Where do you That's find these random. things at? So it's fucking random. I've been going to Panera Bread a lot lately. Uh-huh. <laughs> White girl, and they always give you like a little. Loaf of baguette. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, dude! I'm so hooked. Well, I'm hooked on their uh, chicken and wild rice soup right now. I'm like, fuck, it's a- dude! This is chicken and wild rice soup weather outside. Don't look at me like that. This it's, weather screams yeah. chicken and wild rice. Raining, Ladies cold. and gentlemen, the whitest friend I have, Art Trejo. <laughs> Just saying, <laughs> this weather is perfect for that man. Yeah, get you so- go cuddle up with your lady. Get well, you some chicken and wild rice and eat that with the baguette. And I tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Would you say it was different <laughs> if he said it was pollo con arroz? Then he wouldn't be such a white friend, right? Pollo con arroz loco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, probably man. not. Anyways, going back to the Super Bowl. Uh, I watched half of it at my sister's house. I had like a little bit after half, halftime. I was like, I'm good. And I went over to my girlfriend's house because she was kind of mm-hmm. sick. And then we've watched the end of it. But I, it was whatever. Yeah. It, it could have been the, the fucking Browns versus the Jags. And it yeah. would've, I would have felt the same way. Yeah. It, it was, was a football game. Yeah. That's it. I was I was kind of because it's the Rams and the Patriots and like what we were talking about before my hatred for them both I was kind of like yeah going into it so mm-hmm. you know that didn't really change but it wouldn't have changed like it could have been a total fucking shootout and I still would have been meh so I was just like okay I want the Rams to win they didn't win fuck now the Patriots have six Super Bowls they they surpassed my team so that, that was my only feeling on it uh, I will say this though what was more exciting was is we flipped at the TLC after the game was over. And speaking about curling up with your girlfriend, we were watching fucking Dr. Pimple Popper. Apparently, she has her own fucking show. Oh, nice. And there was this bitch that had a fucking, like, horn growing out of the back of her head. A goddamn horn. Look that shit up. That shit fucking had me, like, That's disgusting, dude. It is disgusting, but they removed it, and it was the most fascinating fucking part of my week. To the point where I'm still, like, excited about it. Like, I kind of want to go watch it again. We should do an episode about shows to curl up with your girlfriend with and watch. Because right now, we've been watching... um, that fucking one where they buy a house and renovate it. Oh, house flippers or something. So, yeah, like, that. like flip yeah, this like house. Which one? Like what the fuck? Like yeah, there's like, there's like twenty. Well, we're watching flip this house, Memphis, right now. So. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's how you know you are yeah. thirty Season as seven. Fuck. I'll, tell, I'll tell you what right now. Season. Speaking of that, I'm telling you right now. I'm so stoked, and it's almost coming to an end. It's always so short. Celebrity Big Brother, 
season two is going on right now. That's like some 40-year-old single white lady stuff you're watching. Dude, it's like, you watch it's, it with your cats? Uh, no, I watch it with my girlfriend. There <laughs> What's is Elizabeth doing have, during that? Oh, we, we're having pa- we passionate, passionate sex while we're watching it together, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, they, they got rid of Kato Kalen, and I was like, God damn. Fucking Kato Kalen, Anthony, yeah. Anthony Scaramucci. As long as you guys are both into Fucking, it, I can't hate, man. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I, I don't kink shame. <laughs> <laughs> um, what's his name? Uh, Joey, Joey Lawrence. Um, <laughs> Fucking Tamar Braxton, Tony's sister. Damn. Um, Tom Green. Tom Green. Yeah. Oh, that's Tom, a name yeah. I haven't heard since yeah. 97. Yeah. He's got one testicle now. He didn't he lose it like in '98? No, no, no. He, he, it was more it was more recent than that. Not by a lot. Not by much. But it was more. It was like early 2000s. I but remember now his stand-up bit is a lot of based around how you know he would not. He would give up nothing for the the lessons he learned during his fight with cancer. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's not true. He'd exchange his right nut. He'd get his right nut back for it. <laughs> well, speaking of curling up with your loved one, what is this episode about, guys? Uh, massacres. Um, uh, sexy moments. Violent, Valentine, my bloody Valentine. Hearts. Oh, that's Heart right. Hearts and two. bleeding hearts and bleeding hearts. Yes. Part you know what? Part this, yeah, part two. Now, electric boogaloo. I looked this up uh, early this week. This was the last last year when we did my bloody Valentine part one. That was the last episode of just Art and Jacob by themselves. Whoa! Because a year Whoa. later, or a week later, we invited a special guest on. His name. Rainbow Sasquatch. Eric Benito <laughs> Castillo. Edie Castillo. Who the fuck is that? I'm Eric Benigno Castillo. You're fucking jabron ass, all right? I'm, I am Benigno. You're over-talking ass right over here. Eric Benigno Castillo. That sounds like a racial slur, but... <laughs> That's my name, fucker. <laughs> two weeks from now will be your fucking one-year anniversary as being the third co-host. So who's taking me out to dinner? Who's buying me flowers? Uh, yeah, we should bring you some uh, <laughs> Pat's Blue Ribbon or something. The fuck, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Some oh, Bud Light. Man. What was that Bud Light orange we drink on that fucking? Oh, oh that was the worst. Stuff. That was terrible. Dude, that's so that shit, bad. I would rather drink Tang with a fucking tap water from tap. I think that's what that. I, I compared it to. It was like Tang with like so many poor rubbing alcohol. I think you did. It. I think that 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 sounds familiar. Yeah. Ugh. Like that you got terrible. water from the Kern River and just mixed up some bunch of Tang. But man. you know what? Because we've had it, now we can talk shit about it because it was terrible, and we know that now. Yeah. The reason why I don't drink. <laughs> Doesn't Bud, Bud Light advertise that they don't put corn syrup in their beer? Yeah, that's so random. Yeah, but they have rice, and it's like that's not exactly that. That is still is an it adjunct. wild rice. <laughs> <laughs> is it like chicken and wild rice? Bud Light chicken and wild rice. <laughs> For I don't the white bread. Now that's a beer idea. <laughs> For right, the white nice. girl in you. All right, Eric, you, you want to kick this, this show off? Yeah. So uh, I want to go on a what I found thought to be a rather interesting case. This was a two thousand one. Ooh, the year of our Lord. That's right. Uh, on Valentine's Day 2001, Dr. John Hamilton, uh, he lives in Oklahoma City, and he went home to his wife, Susan. He left left in the morning. He's a doctor, goes to do a surgery, comes back home, exchanges uh, uh, Valentine's Day cards with his wife, hmm. and then goes to another surgery at another hospital. Basically, their house was between the two, and he does this fantastic, somewhat difficult tumor removal. Hmm. And so he goes from surgery, Valentine's Day card, surgery, comes back home and is, finds his wife dead in the bathroom, like right out of the, right out of the shower, not prepped at all, not, you know, uh, no makeup, no, like just out of the shower, still in the towel, two neckties around her neck, Ooh. and her head is bashed into the ground so bad, and she has been hit with a blunt object so bad that poor Susan Hamilton, her brain is actually exposed. Ooh. Uh, he calls the police. 
He says he's doing CPR. You know, he is a doctor, so he should, in theory, know. You know, he's a surgeon, so it's not like he does general, but, you know, you should know this stuff, right? Oh, college try. Yeah, fucking, I'm, I'm CPR certified, so I've got to assume that this dude is as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fucking. How do you do that, um, though, with the brain already being exposed? Well, depending I, on from what angle the brain is being exposed. Well, I, that was one thing I couldn't get. Like, it didn't say it was smashed. It just said, you know, the skull could have been cracked open and the brain is still there. So I don't know. You better call the fucking Red Priestess from Game of Thrones and fucking have the Lord <laughs> of Light resurrected. Oh. At that but point, they man. they talked about that. Uh, so the police get there. Ambulance gets there. Um, he goes down. He moves his car so that the emergency vehicles get in and they start investigating. She's she's pronounced dead basically right there. Mm. Um and they start looking into what possibly happened. Now, Dr. John Hamilton did work, uh, did do some abortions. He did have an abortion clinic. Susan um, did do a couple of days a week at the abortion clinic as, uh, you know, just an aide. And so death threats were not uncommon. Um, calls, letters, you know, people actually yelling at them outside of the abortion clinics, not uncommon. So people are thinking maybe it was like some, you know, overly religious zealot. Maybe it was... Uh, you know, just a neighbor, a friend, someone that was just pissed off at her for whatever reason. Um, so they look into the, into the crime. They notice that there's, they can't find a weapon. There is no weapon. So there was obviously some blunt trauma beyond the floor. Really quickly, I'm yes. not a cop, but this is a crime of passion. So if somebody would have broken in, that would have been a gunshot. Like if I just was against your politics, it would have probably been like a gunshot or something. I wouldn't go after the head and smash the head in or something. I don't know. I mean, that's that, what they said. It is, it is a crime of passion. And someone got so pissed off that they did that. But even at our, here in town, at our at our Planned Parenthood, there's people that bought a house across the fucking street and blare like Bible verses and put up things. Like the whole reason they bought it was so yeah, they could yeah, live yeah. in the house and protest the Planned Parenthood. That, that you is, need to get a fucking life and so, but, but, but that's what I'm saying. Like, there are people that are that passionate. So someone could be that angry to like <laughs> yeah. want to j- inflict punishment you know what See, i mean but yeah that's what i mean but like i feel like if if they were to kill someone it would be like i feel like they would go up to them and like shoot them in the head or something like that but what if you want to inflict punishment what if you want to make them feel what those poor babies feel you know shit like that my mm, guess right, All right. okay <laughs> they can't find a weapon there's no blood trail leaving out um they can't figure out how the fuck uh the killer could have gotten in got out uh, they look at the timeline. They, of course, they look at the husband first thing. Oh yeah. But they look at how tight of a frame it was for him to be home during that time. Says so no way he could have done it. So they're looking at him a little closer. He's got blood on him, obviously, because he's you know trying to resuscitate his his wife. At least you know. Um, and they do eventually, based upon certain circumstances, they do actually uh, bring him in, and they find blood that was inside of his sleeve that was blood splattered. Mm. It looked. It didn't look like he dipped in it. It looked like it would have splattered from concussion, uh, concussive hits to the head. They find her blood in his car, which he says is from when he moved the car. But kind of the way that it moved, like he was in there more than just that. Um, and nobody, nobody wants to believe that he is the one that did this murder. But as time goes on, they find out. They find her Valentine's Day card to him, and it says something like this: "Hey." I bought this two weeks ago. Obviously, things are different now, but I still hope you have a good day. I love you. They find she she had found out a couple of weeks before that he had been calling a stripper. Oh wow, uh, the old yeah. stripper. Yeah, his claim his claim was that it was a patient on hard times, and so she he was giving her antidepressants and was trying to keep up on her. But he's calling her at least at least ten times a day over the course of a couple of weeks. Like that's that's 
Even even if he really cared that much, he's he's a fucking doctor. He's doing surgeries and all this stuff. He doesn't yeah, have time for that, got kind that of shit. shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so evidently, the the discussions were in place for them to have a divorce. You know, and the uh, one of the things that you know they're pissed off about this stuff. He, she the stripper claims that you know they're both claiming there is no tomfoolery going around going along. You know what I mean? They're, <clears throat> they're just doing their thing. You know, helping her out. She's in hard times, but I mean, with that going on, um, uh. Angela Horton, Susan's daughter, because uh, they they were, when they got married, they both were divorcees and they had four children amongst them. So uh, Susan's daughter from a previous marriage said that she got a call from Angela saying, I'm scared, I'm lonely, like things are just kind of weird and different. You know what I mean? The neighbor had talked to Angela a couple of days before and she had said something very similar. And that was really weird because I guess they were very, very like introverted. Like, they loved each other very much, but they're introverted. So the neighbors would never really talk to them. So for Angela to go out and to talk to the neighbor out of nowhere about how her relationship was on the rocks, that's all sorts of fucking signs thrown up. You know what I mean? So they put all this stuff together. The fact that, and the final, the final thing was, it looks, the final two things, they notice that, they ask, okay, what time was this second surgery scheduled for? Nine o'clock. What time did Dr. John Hamilton get there? Like at 9.30. He was late. This all of a sudden opens up the amount of time that he has for this fucking murder. And I guess, and I, I don't know if this is true. I don't know if this is just journalistic, uh, uh, you know, flair or whatnot. But someone said that they had to page him to say, where the fuck are you? Get back here. And so he was cleaning up. He was trying to clean up and had to leave. And so when they got there, there was actually a bloody rag and like smeared blood on the floor as if someone had started to clean up and mm-hmm. then had to leave real quick. Because oh. I guess the hospital had the patient under anesthesia and no doctor anywhere to be found. Wow! Like what the fuck? Like I, I, I hope I hope that's just the journalist fucking. I will say this though: anytime like that, I've had to deal with doctors, whether it be for myself or for a family member, they're always usually late. I, I mean, I don't know what it is, but it's a, it's just like the the notion that they all have bad handwriting as well. Yeah, like they're always usually late. I remember my mom; she had like a stomach tumor, and just real quick. And um, I remember, like, she was all prepped and yep. getting ready to go yep. on her stage. And we're like, okay, where's the goddamn doctor at? Yep. You know, so I can see that as being. A I can, I can see, well. I can see, I can see being late and like what's going on, you know. But under anesthesia, already under, that's I don't mm. know. I I know. Was she was she like that or? I believe so. Yeah. Oh, or it was uh, it was to that point. Like, all right, we gotta go. We gotta yeah, schedule yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. But so they they look it up. Uh, so there's all these things, you know. He he. All of a sudden, now he has the time. There is a motive. Um, and they have a whole lot of things that are unexplained. Uh, a couple of days later, that same neighbor that she talked to uh, came through looking for something appropriate to bury Angela in. And she found her jewelry hidden in her underwear. As if someone had put it there to make it look like it had been a robbery. Because Angela was not evidently the type to just willy-nilly throw around her her jewelry. So they take Dr. John Hamilton to court for this Valentine's Day murder. And he does, in fact, get fucking... Um, indicted and i think it's weird and one of the reasons why i i I picked this one wasn't just like the brutality and the sheer fucking you know the valentine's day skull crushing in evidently by the way he he did have a bunch of flowers just sitting at the flower shop that he never picked up because he never had to you know he never had to uh he was gonna pick it up later in the day but you know um there's like they've got a blood splatter they have the fact that he's got time and the fact that he would have been upset they think that she gave him the the card that said, you know, I bought this like a week ago. Um, 
you know, obviously things have, or two weeks ago, obviously things have changed now, but I still love you. I hope you have a good day. Thinks that he just went off the fucking handle and then just totally went berserk on her. But it's all, it seems like it's all very, a lot of this is very circumstantial. Mm -hmm. They asked, uh, uh, the defense attorney, they asked him, what do you, how do you think someone else would have gotten away so cleanly? And his response was, um, he, his theory, his theory was the killer, careful not to step in any of his blood, changed into clean clothes that he had brought with him, uh, concealed the bloody clothes in a plastic bag before carrying them out of the house. Um, He would have taken a shower before he put on the clean clothes. Because they're in the bathroom. In the house. Yeah, in the house. So he would have taken a shower in the bathroom. Um, he poured drain cleaner down the drain so no <laughs> one could get blood, blood evidence from the from swabbing the drain. This is Dexter. Yeah. And then Damn. and then he turned up the heat in the house so that any any water droplets in the bathtub would have evaporated. So yeah, there would not be any there would not be Dexter any evidence. Genius. There would be no evidence whatsoever that he had ever been there. And you know what? There was no evidence whatsoever that he was there. None of this shit was any sort of evidence. The defense attorney brought this up in court based upon fucking nothing. Based upon fucking like what do you, how do you think this happened? Well, this is how it could be played out. Yeah. Like he's trying to explain everything the fuck away. But he, he's he's providing that shadow for that shadow of the doubt. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> based upon like fucking again, fucking nothing. Uh, by all accounts, uh, John was very controlling, but he loved his wife. They loved each other. Uh-huh. Um, like, until the bitter end, like, her kids were like, no way he did this. There's no fucking way that he did this murder. This reminds me um, a lot of that staircase, staircase. show. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's all I uh-huh. was thinking. Yeah, me uh-huh. too. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, fucking, he did He did get uh, uh, 25 to life. Oh, with, they, so they convicted uh, they, him. They did convict him. Um, he is appealing, of course. But I also think it's weird because there's, there's, I mean, he has the blood splatter in. He's got, but they don't have any anywhere like his fingerprints are anywhere weird. They don't have his DNA anywhere um, weird. You know, he did. He does have like scratches on his body and whatnot. But when they first arrested him and put him in the backseat of the police car, he started freaking out and was like, you know, rubbing his knuckles on the mesh in the mm-hmm. in the back of the car. He was like hitting his head against the the wind uh, the uh, the window. He was basically inflicting all of these injuries on himself, so they can't even say for sure. Well, where the fuck did that scratch from? Wait, because why would he freak out that much? Because he was innocent, man. Quote unquote. <laughs> Or she did try to put up a fight. She did injure him somehow. Yeah, and he was trying to cover up the scratches that he already exactly. had. Exactly. And, yeah. and now they can't say, oh, it came from her. Where else could it have come from? Everybody and their mother saw him freaking out in the back of that police car. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's no way to definitively doesn't say. Doesn't the freaking out raise a flag? I, that's what a lot of people are I saying. Feel like, why? Yes but and no, I mean, dude. Yes and no, because I've, yeah, you'd be surprised like how people in those professions like those professions where they believe that they are the king the lords and ladies of the land you know when they become this rich or whatever they've acts really entitled and anytime like because i have to do it all the time like where you have to bring down the hammer on them Mm -hmm. like they do freak out like that and it's just like it's so it's like like when you go out to a store and you see a little kid throw a temper tantrum i've seen you know grown folks like in their 50s 60s and 70s throw temper tantrums like that and it's just like okay like you just needed to change your phone number so that way we didn't cut off your benefits it's just like i've seen that behavior before so i mean to play devil's advocate i can see that it's just you know that spoiled temper tantrum and then i can also see too that oh okay i'm gonna throw a temper tantrum so it looks like i got all these scratches and bumps yeah from you know the police car, not from my wife. And when they got married in '87, she he did buy her a Porsche as a wedding gift, so they got money. They oh, got yeah, money. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, but at, at the same time, I want to go back like to the John Bonet thing, and like it's it's to say 
that a person is supposed to react a certain way. I don't know. Yeah. That's kind of that's kind of questionable too. Like there's there's yeah. not necessarily right or wrong way. Um, they said that he was acting weird in the uh, uh, wait. There, yeah, I agree with that. There's no right and wrong way, but I do feel that that overreacting and like flipping out and like smashing your knuckles against the if he's that like emotionally unstable that something like getting arrested is gonna flip him out like that. Yeah, I feel like that's like another point against him yeah. on that one they did they did say he also did not have any blood on his on his face which would not be you know would not go along with cpr although uh compression only cpr is a thing and if her head is that badly damaged he might just be going for chest only mm-hmm. uh compression only excuse me but the emt also said that <laughs> he came in and the guy has this doctor this trained doctor again i'm cpr certified i knew this was wrong when i fucking read it he had one hand on the sternum and one hand on the stomach it's like oh. that's not how that works you, you anybody who's hands. seen the episode of the office where michael scott <laughs> has to do that that by the way, uh, it's no longer the Bee Gees. It's actually gone faster. Now it's 100 beats uh, per, per minute. So, it's so what, rain and blood? Potentially, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a lot of things. And they, they say that he called her a lot. Like he was very controlling. Wow. Very controlling. So he called his wife a lot. Several times a day. Several times a day. Which, again, would be in line with him having this affair and calling this, pro- this uh, stripper several times a day you know it's the same habit so it's the same so you look at that and it's like okay he's not a caring doctor so you he think is he a did control it? freak i think he probably did it what about you art i think he did it so i think he did it too i think he did it this is like more evidence against him than in that fucking staircase show yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> and there's not a whole lot of evidence against him but there's enough there it's like mm. the, the judge actually told him a lot of the you're very you're very lucky. Consider yourself very lucky. The jury was very disappointed <laughs> that they did not have the option of the death penalty. Oh, oh wow, <laughs> that's fucking cold from the fucking judge, man. Yeah. So, anyways, our, what's your first story? Uh, you want me to do the short one first? Yeah, let's do the short okay. one first. All right, because I feel like you got a meaty one too. So yeah. <laughs> uh, well, my short story one. It's a local one. It's actually a friend of mine. Um, so like she was telling me this story because she takes care of an uh, an Airbnb type of place so it's like her okay. her apartment complex also rents out like airbnbs oh that's or like a, it's like a condominium place right uh-huh. so she was telling me this actually happened maybe only like two weeks ago or something like that so she's telling me about this whole thing about how like they rented out an airbnb to this guy and he wasn't supposed to get there till i don't remember the actual date let's just say january 5th so like he wasn't supposed to be there till january 5th so she goes in there. She has to clean out everything. So it's like January 4th, and she just needs to make sure there's like toilet paper, everything set for them to show up. She walks in, and he's already there. He's just like chilling there watching the office. And she's like, oh, sorry. I th- As I should be. As oh, this is be. weird. You're one day early, but okay, that's fine. No big deal. You're just one day early. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry. Um, I'm just in town. I have to be in town for a few weeks. So they just sent me a day early. So she's like, okay, all right, no big deal. Um so he starts making small talk and during the whole like checking the whole thing that everything's like good to go for him. They're just they're just making small talk about the office because he's just like chilling there eating or something. He was like drinking a beer and watching the office. Nothing out of the ordinary. Sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah. Well, maybe. <laughs> so um, <laughs> hold that thought. Hold hold don't wait till it passes. We'll say we'll don't jump to shark. <laughs> um all right. So, anyways, so the very next day she's coming home from work. She's getting to her apartment, which is actually right across from his. Ooh. 
So he's come. He he comes out and he's like, "Oh hey, uh, I'm glad we got to run into each other again." And she's like, "Um, well, I mean, I live right here, so it's just you know, whatever." And he's like, "Well, you know, I thought we hit it off pretty well. I was wondering if I could take you out to dinner." <laughs> and she was like, mm, "No, I don't know. I don't know. If that's a good idea." And just to be polite, she's like, "Okay, yeah. Here, here's my number. I'll give you my number." And he's like, "All right, cool. I'll hit you up." So I guess like at that point, that must have been like. A Friday, so by Saturday he was like texting her like nonstop, like, oh, "Hey, wow. so you want to get together?" I guess she was at an optometrist appointment, so um, she didn't have her phone on her because she was obviously getting her eyes examined. So what the fuck? You don't need your eyes for the phone, like that's well, bullshit. That's a bullshit excuse. Hold right up, <laughs> four or three. Like, I don't know. Anyways, um, that whole thing is going on, and then um, he's like pissed that she's not replying. She was like, hey, dude, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I don't think this is a good idea. I just gave you my number to be polite, but I, I don't think this is a good idea. I don't, I don't think you should be texting me. He's like, oh, whatever. So he's, like, becoming, like, progressively upset right. at, at this at this time period, right? And already I feel like, dang, that's already, like, you got to go tell your, like, landlord, like, this guy's already kind of, like, you yeah, know, fucking yeah, weirdo. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, don't rent to this guy. Let's get him out of here. But apparently... Um, she's like, whatever, um, no big deal. So, um, he keeps texting her. He's like, you know what? I'm going to come over tonight. We're going to talk about this. And she's oh. like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't even know who you are. Like, you're just renting out space. Don't come over tonight. Apparently, like, he was, like, outside of her apartment, like, the whole time. So, she had to, like, invite a friend over to, like, stay the night with her. Oh, fuck. So, this is, like, Saturday night or something like that. So, yeah. So, they, she, she has a friend, like, stay over the whole Saturday night. She contacts her landlord. They get a hold of like Airbnb. Shout out to Airbnb and their potential sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> um, they get a hold of Airbnb and Airbnb does like files like there's like the most bogus ass like um, like investigation where they yeah. basically call him and be like, is this true? And he's like, no, that's not true. So they're like, hey, he's saying it's not true. <laughs> so that's essentially what she, she yeah, told yeah, me. Yeah. I believe her that they would that they didn't do a very good investigation, even though she had like screenshots of all the texts that he was sending her. And, um, wow. The, the landlord basically just go, he comes back from his trip. Cause the landlord's not there at this time period. So he comes back from his trip, talks to the guy like, Hey, don't do that anymore. Um, which I guess he does kind of like chill out from it. But apparently every time she would like leave to work, cause he was still going to be there for like a week or two or something like that. Like right. he would like do this thing where like, you know, you open the blinds or whatever. Yeah, and like, yeah, yeah. just like, watch her leave or like um Fuck as she was coming back man. from work like you know like he would make it really obvious so she, she knew that he was he was watching or uh, the guy was watching her as she yeah, was yeah. like coming back from work every time dude, that's creepy dude man. it was super creepy and i was like dude like i was like dude you, you gotta have like pepper spray or a gun or something like fucking nunchucks taser, nunchucks dude, butterfly nunchucks knife <laughs> i'm just saying like butter knife is that what you said butterfly, butterfly knife? knife oh butterfly <laughs> also knife. A, butter dude, knife. A, butter, a butterfly butter knife <laughs> i'd rather have a butter Stay back. <laughs> a butter your biscuit. A butterfly a butter knife over no knife so no real story i got a buddy who's got a fat fucking scar on his shoulder from where he got fucked up with the butter knife that his brother had between his toes because we were fucking around after watching kung fu Ooh, flicks anyway toes, continue our uh, toes just touched <laughs> by the way jacob's girlfriend asked us to not wear uh shoes today so uh, me and Eric's uh, tippy toes just touched. Oh, I didn't even feel that. Oh, I felt it, dude. Oh, I felt, that, I, felt, you know, I, I felt the connection. That was love tonight. I guess it was down there, but that wasn't my toe. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. 
Uh, anyways, that's basically the gist of that. I just think that there's some fucking creepy ass shit going on out there. So, ladies, be careful out there. Fucking yeah. hey, man. That's my short story. But anyways, Jacob, you also have a short story? Or? I do. Now, this uh, this takes place in Mother Russia. Um, also a more Excuse recent me. story as well. Uh, Eric apparently is not a Russian um, bot. Nope. Okay. So, uh, I'm just going to read the article. I didn't get that. Uh, a Russian man who was knifed 13 times by his girlfriend asked for her hand in marriage in court as she was being sentenced and begged the judge not to jail her, according to Mail Online report. Oh, fuck. The man named... Now, this is what caught me, right? Because I'm a sucker for shit like this, right? The man named Shakur, (laughs) which I didn't know that was a Russian name. I always thought it was like Arabic or some shit, right? Was nearly murdered in the frenzy knife attack and only survived because he managed to flee the scene. Russian state prosecutor... Okay, I'm say, sure that's exactly no, huh? no. That pronunciation was dead on, mm-hmm. dog. Keep going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Told the court in Nizhla Hazmak again. Dead on, dead, dead on, on, dude. Dead on. Fucking keep rolling. As <laughs> never look back. As the woman stood and faced the judge, the court proposed to her in court. He implored the judge for leniency and said that they intended to arrange the date for their of their wedding. The Russian judge postponed a decision on sentencing until further hearing, according to reports. The accused woman uh, failed to fulfill her criminal intention due to circumstances she could hardly be influenced by the victim, managed to escape from the crime scene, and found medical help in time. And again, they cite like the Russian newspaper, which I'm not going to uh, elaborate on. Uh, <laughs> the man needed three weeks treatment in the hospital for, for stab, wounds, all, stab wounds all over his body, she said. Using the knife as a weapon, she stabbed the victim at least at least 13 times, he told the court. He demanded custodial sins of up to six years for intentionally causing damage to the health of the man threatening his life. The unnamed woman faces up to six years for the nearly fatal attack. She pleaded guilty of the stabbing incident, but denied she had intended to kill her boyfriend <laughs> and said, quote, she was just drunk at the time. That's a very, that's a, all of that's very, very fucking Russian. Like, very fucking, like, goodness. In my mind, I picture, I picture, pishin, pishin. I picture, pishin. keep rolling. Valentina Shevchenko with a fucking like 10 inch like fucking machete just coming at like Khabib Nurmagomedov. Keep rolling. Beautiful. Perfect. And fucking just Khabib just like, but no, I love her very much. She's my wife. You can get away with shit like that in Russia. Like you can throw acid on people in Russia and be like, oh, he was just mad. He stole from yeah. me. He stole a carrot from me. I, you see, when you first, when you first told, told us that, I thought that he got stabbed somewhere else. And then while he was stabbed... And dying, like, you know, he's going like, you know, whatever, I might be dying, do you want to marry me, you know, this will get me through. I didn't realize that she was the one that did the stabbing, and that he proposed after, after while she was while they were in court. Like, while she was getting sentenced, she already found guilty. Yeah, mother, They were just going to sentence the bitch now. Now, that's way, some Russian love, though, because it's just like, can you really say you Russian love someone? Love. <laughs> <laughs> Unless they want to kill you? That's a thin line, From baby. I'm not, love. I'm not trying to be Russian, no Russian love. Oh, anyway, fucking. <laughs> you, you know what I was just thinking? Sorry, just a thought. <laughs> What if we have Eric in the middle here? So people watching on their Facebook uh, feed, they're like, is that Jonathan Davis doing a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) He starts scatting. Let me look at this. (laughs) We just have Eric in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Dan, this is a good podcast. (laughs) Jonathan Davis' podcast. Didn't even fucking know that. Dr. Eric B. Jonathan Davis Castillo. That's it. Hey, shout out to Jonathan Davis. There it is. You should be a guest sometime. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Uh, Fucking, but, okay, so, and on top of that, fucking... Maximum, maximum of six years mm-hmm. for stabbing this dude thirteen times. Attempted murder. No, she didn't try to murder him. She was. But just that drunk. was her side of it. 
Mm. Okay, so it's, let's say let's say it was attempted murder. Let's say it was attempted murder. She got upwards of six years. Maximum six years, excuse me. Yeah, so probably just get probation and a meal. I don't know. And a meal? And a glass of vodka. Jesus Christ. Vodka. Side, do you know how, uh, the Shevchenkos grew up in Puerto Rico? Yeah, they're from, they're from, uh, I forget where they're from. But they I don't know. Are you got a second story? Who are the Chichenkos? I do have another one. The UFC fighters. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I do have one. This is a really popular one. I actually just realized that her birthday is also on my birthday, May 4th. But anyways, this is the story of Connection. Lacey Peterson Ooh. and Scott, Scott Peterson. Peterson. Sorry. <laughs> which which might end up being an actual show. This should get its own. I think, maybe I think down might, the yeah. line, because it also happens on Christmas Eve. So maybe instead of doing... Um, what did we do last Christmas Eve? The fucking the little girl. Like ghost stories and the yeah. Oh, anyway, so maybe this. I don't know. You do. weren't here for that. <laughs> so um, maybe we should do that shit. Anyways, um, I'll write it down. This takes place back in the year of two thousand two, December twenty fourth, two thousand two. Okay, I'm sure you guys all remember where you were. December twenty fourth, two thousand two. I was at my grandma's house. I was my my adorable tiny head was laid down and sugar plums were dancing and whatnot. As, I'm as sure I was somewhere with my family. Anyways, um, <laughs> she was about to be murdered. Uh, she, lived, she, she lived in Modesto, California, which isn't that far from no, here. No, it's no. not. It's like a what? Two hour drive from here? Two and a half? Uh, no, it's for the... It's for, about it's three. Little, yeah, three? Yeah. Okay. So um, basically, she lived this perfect life, perfect marriage with um, her husband, Scott Peterson. Uh, they were uh, college sweethearts, as far as I can remember. Um, anyways, so they were... They were living the perfect life. Their their family was pretty united. Like both uh, her parents and his parents were all pretty close to each other. And she, at this point, um, she was eight months pregnant with their unborn child. Mm. What's his name? Connor Peterson was going to be the name of the child, depending on where you think birth or life uh-huh. is conceived. <laughs> I'll leave that up to you. Uh, so, uh, so anyways, she goes missing on that day. Uh, her husband Scott Peterson calls the police basically says that she went out for a walk with a dog that was the last time he ever saw her and at this point his alibi is that he went to he went he didn't go fishing he just went out on a boat Uh, he just went boating which uh, doesn't raise too many flags because apparently he had this whole plan scheduled out of like him going out on a boat for a few few hours that day anyways do you think he believed he was on a boat He's on a boat, dude. Did he, did he believe it? What are you referencing? Fucking Andy Samberg. And oh, fucking, the Q-tip? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's what I thought you were referencing, but you never know with you, dude. It's, it's so much more funny when we actually have to explain where yeah. I came from. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> That's from like 2002. That's a pretty old that, right? That, I figured it was about the same time, so you know yeah. it worked. You know? yeah. Anyways, um, <laughs> so he basically everyone's very public about her missing it's basically just a missing person's case at this point because there's for all we know she's either went into labor or was kidnapped but murder is definitely not on the table yet yeah um then it later surfaces that there was also a, a a burglary in the same neighborhood probably the same day but a lot of people don't really know when it happens because the family wasn't there when it happened so it either happened the day of the 24th or the 26th. Mm. So they're just not sure. They just know it didn't happen on the 25th. Yeah. So that's all they know. And they're thinking maybe she witnessed the burglary 
and they kidnapped her and they killed her and that's the that's the road that the police are taking down this for right now so um as they're investigating this whole burglary thing um they're also starting to question uh her husband scott peterson of the timeline of where he was and and um why he went fishing on that day the first red flag that kind of pops up is that he took a freshwater boat onto saltwater. So they're like, well, why would you, why did, why would you do that? Like, it was kind of yeah. like one of those things that this ship isn't going to like, why are you doing that? Yeah, why yeah. would you travel all the way to, to, to San Francisco uh, shoreline just to go take a, a freshwater boat over there when you could have just gone to like, you know, Lake Ming or some shit. Yeah. It's not built for that kind of, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. not built for that. So like, why would you do that? Not treated for that. So they're like, let's go investigate his little like setup over there in San Francisco. So they're investigating his little setup, and in the middle of all that, they find that he was making all these like weighted anchors, which is a very common thing to do. Yeah. So you take an anchor and you basically put it like in a, a a thing of paint and you fill it with cement, and all of a sudden you have a hand, uh, homemade anchor. So apparently he made a bunch of those, and they're like, hey, where are all these anchors? We don't know where these anchors are. You basically only have one in here. So. Uh, at this point, the case is starting to become like really popular. Nancy Grace is starting to get this as her like. Oh, that bitch! You know what? Nancy Grace might be a good episode too. That is, she is yeah. the female uh, Alex Jones. Alex Jones. <laughs> that face is just like. Mmm. Yeah. Google that. Put that on the Instagram. <laughs> uh, so she starts. She basically turns this into like her project. It basically turns into like. The Nancy Grace show is all about the Lacey Peterson right. story. Yeah, you see it like every night during this time frame. Yeah. yeah. So at this point, it's like the hot thing. So this is before. So at this point, and obviously everybody still had their like fucking Motorola razors and shit like that. Yeah. Or <laughs> no Jacob had his. Nokia blocks. Two. Two. Ooh. What a cool guy. I had a Nokia block with like fucking polytones. <laughs> Did you have the snake game on it? <laughs> yeah. Carson. Basically, if you don't know what riff I just did, you're not a Deftones fan. So, Snake anyways, was shit. anyway, Snake was the shit, man. Bring back Snake. Anyways, <laughs> um, simple but fun. So, right. media wasn't like we weren't oversaturated with media. We didn't have like every face. Every time we open up our Facebook, we know like who fucking sneezed on this person and like who's protesting Native Americans and what did Trump do now. <laughs> so, like, we're just kind of like always in the loop now. But at this time, people weren't really in the loop unless you're like watching Nancy Grace every night or something. Right. So um, this news gets to a young lady in Fresno, California, who goes by the name of, oh, man. <laughs> oh, I'm, man. I'm totally her blotching name is, this. Oh, man. Like, what the I'm fuck? I'm totally blotching this. What is her name? Her parents fucked her up if they named her, oh, man. Like, Jesus Christ. Mary Aguilar? No. Oh, <laughs> shout out Mary Aguilar. Your birthday's today. <laughs> it really is. Uh, go oh. Mary, it's your birthday. Go, go, yep. go, go. Anyway, so back to the story of O Man from Fresno. Is her first name O and her last name Man, or is it just O Man? No, I Vietnamese. Wish... Could be. She could be Vietnamese or Hmong, because that's a very large oh, population. That in is Fresno. huge. Yeah, that's true. Oh man. Oh, a lot of Cambodians too. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. 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 Why do they like? Okay, there's a large population in like Fresno, and then like L.A. has a large Asian population, but Bakersfield is like totally neglected. Uh. I think they all got ran out. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> I forgot. I, I was going to say, I don't think it was by their choice. <laughs> <laughs> they were. But I, I don't know. Yeah, it, it's... Uh, I don't know. Fresno is a, a pretty big cultural epicenter. 
So really, you know, when yeah. I think of Fresno, I just think of fucking just desolation and stuff. No, dude, nah. you go you go down the freeways. They have the city. The city. They have the world's greatest outback steakhouse. No, they've got murals. They got murals from local Hispanic and uh, Asian artists in the really? on the freeways to drive past. Yeah, dude, I've Fresno's got culture. Fresno's so weird. Fresno's they, got culture. They like, luck their sure way into culture, I suppose. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to agree anyway, with you, sir. <laughs> so, anyways, uh, the person well, I was Fresno. referencing is Amber Fry. Amber Fry lives in Fresno, California, which that is what, like an hour and a half away from here. Yes. Yeah, that's about, yeah. yeah. So, like, okay, so apparently he was having a, a sexual relationship, a mm. romantic slash sexual relationship with Amber Fry for. But not always at the same time? Oh, true. <laughs> uh, so, this has been going on for a while now because he, uh, he meets her child. She's, he starts going to her company's like Christmas party. Um, so this is all kind of leading up to that Christmas Eve type scenario. So when, whenever, when do companies normally have Christmas parties? It's usually like two weeks before actually Christmas. Two weeks yeah. Before. All right. Yeah. So, like it's usually earlier in the month. Yeah. 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 So, so it's getting pretty serious between them. And all of a sudden he tells her, oh, I have to go to Spain. I'm going to be in Spain for the next few days. So that pretty much covers up where he's going to be for the for the next why he won't visit her for the next like I'm sorry did I say two days I meant like two weeks or so. you said a few days so yeah, but yeah that was, all right yeah. so he's going to be in Spain for two weeks um, but really he's going to be with his pregnant wife for Christmas uh, slash New Year's and all that stuff mm-hmm. so anyways she's like that's weird like <laughs> my uh, my boyfriend's all over the news for potentially killing his wife. <laughs> So thanks to Nancy Grace, this is all over the news. They bring up like an article from the Fresno Bee and she's like, holy crap, I got to call the police. She gets a hold of the police and then they're like, oh, okay, so Scott Peterson had a lover this whole time. Yep. This is where like things start getting pretty serious because then, then they realize that he's been basically cheating on her for a while. And um, while they're also investigating his like little boathouse where he keeps his boat, the storage for the boat area. They mm. also find some of some of her hairs on some pliers. Oh wow! Ooh, so that's this, not a good place to find hair. Yeah. No. So at this point, they're like, "How the fuck did hair get on here for for pliers?" And they also noticed that during his investigation, he had a bunch of cuts on his hands. No. So they're like, "Okay, not also not a good sign why he had cuts on his hands." And he he claimed that it was from like a boating thing where he like cut his hand on like putting putting it into like rusty bucket of of something rust of rust a rusty bucket or of rust. rust yep yeah so he's he's basically his case is falling apart eventually mm-hmm. he he uh goes to trial over this and um he is convicted of murder also for the murder of connor their unborn child that's sad right there because yeah. you said eight months right there because yeah. that, that that's like basically basically ready to be you're born. about yeah that's their yeah. But that's yeah, yeah. you everything is taken care of you just put on the little fishing details on little connor the, he threw uh, that out there that like it depends on when life starts i think at that point like you have a child at that point like yeah to reference you know my my place of work you get a lot of cases where like you get premature births like even like at six months or whatnot like where it's just like how the fuck like basically yep. they're like half cyborg because like machines are like <laughs> and their yeah, body they have a lot of breathing apparatuses and you see like the pictures of it and shit sometimes people are extra and they send pictures of like the stuff to like help their case or whatnot and it's just like it really grips you so it's like when you said eight months and then you kill the mother then yeah that is justified as like you kill two people at yeah. that point because that's if if she was to go into labor at that point, like a premature birth or whatever, not full term, like you, you that, have that, a that potential, baby would have lived. That, yeah, 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 yeah. You have potentially have a baby that is just going to be like a viable human being at yeah. that point. I mean, well, 
at this point, the, they do find the body and and the baby, baby Connor. They do find mm. it because they do wash up onto shore. Wow. Eventually, uh, and a lot of their case revolves around the fact that her arms and legs and head were missing, which is what wow. they theorized that they were. Um, that's where he tied the weights to, which would be the weakest parts, like oh. your, your limbs. So they would automatically, like with the water, with the water currents and like the the rope being so tight, it would mm-hmm. eventually become like a saw, be a saw and just yeah. chop off her head and arms and legs. And basically her thor- torso just washes up with baby Connor kind of still attached to her body. Oh, man. So um, a lot of people blame this on a satanic cult. So her, his uh, his lawyers were blaming it on a satanic cult. That this that sounds, is such a generic. Yeah, like, it yeah. is. The minute I heard that, I was like, that is such a like getting like no offense to like white people getting them like riled up. Like there's a satanic cult out there. Yeah, and then they're killing pregnant women. Like, we need to be afraid. And this poor guy would never be be capable of doing all this stuff. And you look at him, he kind of looks like Ben Affleck. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's what he reminds me like that like that That's fucking right, does, bro yeah. like douchebag yeah. like college frat guy yeah and if you you guys have all seen the movie gone girl right yeah, yeah. it's yes. basically gone girl yes. obviously the ending's different but great movie by the way yeah great amazing movie, movie. yeah so uh, yeah so anyways i don't know how you guys feel about this i don't know if you guys felt about it during the time at the time when it was happening i had no interest i was like whatever i don't care yeah, about some white stuff. people shit yeah, yeah. <laughs> i i know jesus christ I'll say this: if you if you ever actually look at what like the Church of Satan does, there's actually some pretty cool work that they do. They are not like the views and opinions expressed they are by not Lucifer. Eric. That's <laughs> not, not mine. They are not devil worshippers. You know what I mean? That's something different. You know, but That's they Luciferian. do. Yeah, they. But they did. I remember What's they did that this band? whole. They had this whole uh, big thing prayers, of, prayers, shout out to prayers. They had this whole big like anti-bullying campaign a few years ago, and uh, uh, saying, uh, yeah, you know, it's, it's actually. You know, actually pretty decent work that they fucking do. It's actually kind of I'm weird, looking at you, you know with I mean? skeptical hippo okay. eyes, and I'll just take your word for it, okay? Again, not devil worshippers. That's something different. Yeah. Those are but Luciferians. Luciferians. Yeah, that's something <laughs> completely different. Episode 96. <laughs> 666. So what happened to old man from Fresno? That's what I want to know. Oh, it old was, girl? Uh, was she Cambodian? Yeah, she was, a, she was a Cambodian side chick. Don't worry oh, about her. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. She probably made donuts. Cambodians <laughs> make the best donuts for Fresno. They do. Shout out to College Donuts. Keep doing what you're doing. Fuck yes. Yeah. They're pretty, down the street. They're walking walking distance from where we're at right I'm now. Pretty, I'm pretty sure. Best donut shop in town. I'm pretty sure they cook their dinner in that oil and then use that oil the next day to make the donuts. Good. I think that's, that's how, how they make they good do donuts. It. I think that's how they do God it. God bless them. That's right. God bless that's them. Fucking right. So I, we should probably cover that in like a little bit more <laughs> yeah, detail. I'm yeah. glad you brought that up because that is that does sound um, interesting as fuck because as of this right now, like I don't have an opinion on it. It's, it's just like the John Bonet case. It's just like, oh, okay, he did it. I should and, have really had a PowerPoint for this. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can have that in the future. But yeah, we should do that and then like come up with our own opinions at the end. Because I do feel like there's probably more twists and uh, other things. Yeah, there's going to be more to it than... Because, yeah. you know, casually, yeah, like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, he did it. He looks like a douchebag. You know what I'm saying? So, You're douchebag. Yeah. So. Yep. But anyway. I feel you. I also like the idea of the Nancy Grace episode. I like that idea too. Me too. I don't know that much about her. <laughs> Neither do I. But I get the feeling that there's some shady shit going on there. You guys got a Nancy Grace impersonation by any chance? I don't, but I'm sure I can get one. I actually going. don't know what her voice sounds like, just what her angry face. White people. I guess she's more of the O'Reilly. She's more of an O'Reilly. Yes, I would she? say that, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's fair. O'Reilly would be a good episode. That's fair. And then that just, probably would be too, yeah. And then the theme jingle for that would just be like, oh, 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 O'Reilly's auto parts. We would like some money. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Anyway, speaking of uh, 
potential future episodes. Um, I was just going to throw this one out here as, you know, just like a little uh, side story. But the more I dug, the more interested I got. But, you know, I'll just give you the bullet points on it. Now, um, this one, unlike, you know, the stories that we've been told today, um, it's nothing that happened recently. But anybody, any child of the 90s yep. remembers this. You know, if, you're, if you've uh, ever watched Howard Stern, you know what I'm saying? This is something that was a constant. I'd never watched Howard Stern. On E? Back in the 90s? No. Yeah, oh, okay. me either. I yeah. I never well, fuck did. both y'all because this was some shit that like <laughs> was almost a daily like. No, reference. I'm, I'm aware. I'm. A, I, I think. I think I'm aware of what we're talking about, and I'm aware of that situation. But so back in 1993, <laughs> John and Lorena Bobbitt. Now, as the story goes, <laughs> Lorena so Bobbitt sliced John Bobbitt's penis straight off. Ran outside, took a drive. Threw the penis out into a cornfield. Police were called. Blood was everywhere. John has no dick. Police go on a fucking mad hunt for his fucking penis. Somehow, some way, they reattach it. Penis fine. Make it bigger. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's later on. I was going to say a bionic oh. penis. So basically, you know, anybody, you know, the child of the 90s remembers this <laughs> yes, story and yes. like the reference. Anytime you say the word Bobbit, every every male's fucking groin area starts to tingle a little bit, not in a good way, but in a bad way. Because you're like, oh, my God, a fucking dick chopped off. Right. And when I was watching, you know, the documentary or one of the documentaries on this, um, I was watching it at work, by the way. Um, not on my work computer, uh-huh, but on my uh-huh, phone, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was done by like some Swiss like production company, and I was surprised because it was on YouTube, and they were showing fucking everything, right? Everything, and when I say everything, I mean fucking everything. They showed a picture right after the police got there. They took a picture of his dick chopped off, and so basically, <laughs> you just see this like because they could show that because it's medical. Mm-hmm. You can go yeah. in there and Google breast exams. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and we just learned arts work around. There you go. Oh no, don't do that. We know you're serious. Oh. Don't don't try to play it off. It's okay. Uh, it's okay. It's totally fine. Hey man, right? just saying. You don't jack off and you're in your thirties and then you're just not doing it right. You know what I'm saying? It's like that Hannibal. Barrett. Don't kink shame, man. No, no, everyone's got their you thing. Just kink shamed. Everyone's a thing. I I did not kink shame. I said don't own it. I said own it. <laughs> All right. That Hannibal Barrett joke where he's just like, yeah, I jack off. I jack off so I can last longer at sex. I'm a professional. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> so if you don't, anyways, um, yeah, they were showing everything like his just like junk, just like his little sack of balls right there, and Ugh. then like no um no ding dong right there, right? And it's just like blood everywhere. And then it you know showed the court pictures of like the other member. And the way they like to explain it, like, oh, they had to go to a 7-Eleven and put it, like, in a hot dog case or whatever, which really did happen, yeah. right? Um, in a hot dog case? Hot dog what is, case. What do you mean? What's a case of hot... Oh, like the packet like of the, hot like dogs? The, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. oh. With And then when and you stuff, see yeah. it, it just looks like, like, like the tip of my thumb, like something really, like, tiny. Like, you wouldn't need a hot dog case, right? But anyways... I was just very shocked at that. So if you YouTube this fucking documentary on fucking YouTube, you will see everything and more. And I'll try to get some pictures of it. Um, <laughs> if you want to watch and see it, it's it's very, very fucking bloody, very fucking nasty, very cringeworthy. But anyways, story goes, John Bobbitt, former Marine, gets dishonorably discharged. Mm-hmm. And just like you were saying about Scott Peterson, just a douchebag up, just straight up and down. Every documentary, every interview I was watching with him, you just you just hate him, right? 
And, you know, he's just your typical good old boy, typical Trump's, you know, stereotypical Trump supporter. Now, I'm sure that, you know, some people out there that, you know, voted for Trump that were, you know, not bad people. But like when you think of a stereotypical Trump supporter, you think of a guy like John Bobbitt. Just think of those people. Yeah. You got John right there, right? <laughs> Anyways. What do you mean by those people? Those people. <laughs> I met a QAnon supporter the other day. Yeah, he's a QAnon supporter, too. Ooh, yeah, he's like heavy in that shit, right? Damn. And then Lorena Bobbitt stereotypical um you know just hardworking, you know south american immigrant you know just you know she she right. was uh, uh she had her own nail shop she was taking care of her parents um and at one point she was taking care of john because you know he was like i said he was kind of just a douchebag who would get pissed off and quit his job and you know like i said he was dishonorably discharged so like he you know he wasn't getting any benefits from the va or anything like that right so he was just they they described their relationship as this volatile relationship where um, you know, like they would fight, you know, and she was a hothead Latina, yeah. you know, and he was a douchebag and yep. like they would get into these like physical altercations and, um, you know, they, they was on again, off again kind of relationship. Like they weren't happy unless there was some kind of chaos. Right. You know, as friends and relatives would, you know, later, uh, you know, confirm to. Right. And so. I guess like it, the relationship was coming to an end. Uh, John said to her like, "Hey, you know, I want to divorce you. I, I no longer love you. Um, I'm going to be leaving you." And I guess he said his deposition was that, you know what? He had a friend from you know Maryland or wherever he was from, uh, coming. You know, an old army buddy. Like they were going to come and stay with him, and you know they were going to go out and drink or whatnot. And so Lorena said he would be gone for like one to two days, and like. Anybody in a relationship, you know, if you're, if you're a significant other, you know, is just constantly going out, constantly, you know, partying without you and not coming home for one to two days, like you're going to get pissed off. You're going to get worried, even yeah. at your most calmest, right? And she was explaining these stories and he would corroborate. Like, yeah, I was, you know, out, you know, partying or whatever, but I never cheated. But her story was, yes, you know, like people out, you know, and our friends are going to be like, yes, he would be hooking up with girls and stuff like that. And she goes, I just couldn't take it anymore. And not only that, but when he would come back, when he would actually be home, like he would, we would get into these fights or whatever. And she goes, yeah, I would fight back because, you know, I'm not going to just sit there and just take his beatings. But then she, he would also rape me. Now, the, during the early 90s, um, it was kind of a controversy like, oh, okay, you can't be raped if that's your spouse. Yeah, 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 and yeah. So like that was like a big back and forth, you know, thing going on during the early 90s. Which, to me, I think, yeah, I mean, you can be raped, you know, if yeah. you are married, you know. And she goes, yeah, like, he would come home drunk, and, like, I'd be, you know, deep into REM, and he would just come in and just rip my panties off and start, you know, raping me. Yep. And so I guess the night in question uh, looks like uh, June 23rd of 1993, uh, he came home from a night of just heavy, heavy, heavy drinking. And her side of the story is, is that, hey, you know, he started ripping at my you know, underwear and was trying to, you know, rape me. And I guess he... Couldn't do it because, you know, he had drank so much that yep. he's... He's got whiskey dick. Yeah, he's yeah. got whiskey dick. You yeah. can't get it up, right? And so he's pissed off and he, like, just passes out on the bed. And she is just full of anger, right? And like I yep. said, she's this very, like, the way the media, like, describes her, she's very, like, hot-headed Latina. Very, like, you know, stereotypical at this, at this. And so what she says is she went into this, like, blackout stage. And she doesn't even know what she did until she's in the car later, right? But I guess what happens is, is... She goes into his underwear, cuts his dick off, runs out the apartment door, gets in her car, drives in the hand and the dick in the other, and she's just driving or whatever. And she says the moment that she realized that what she was doing is, is when she went to make a turn into the cornfield, she couldn't turn all the way because she had to get 
you know, like yeah, yeah, she, she had to she, turn she, the like, steering wheel. Hands, yeah. And she had these two items in her hand. She was like, what the fuck am I doing? And she flips out, throws the dick out of the window. Now, John's story goes is that, hey, you know, I was, you know, coming home. I felt bad, you know, that I had been partying and whatnot. <laughs> and, you know, I just wanted to talk to Lorena. And she was pissed off at me because yeah. I had been out. And, um, you know, I went to go to bed. And then she's like, well, if you're going to make up to me, you're going to fuck me now. And he was like, no, no, I can't. I got to wake up early. I got a job interview in the morning and whatnot. And she was trying to, you know, stroke his, you know, schlong. He right. made him hard. His member, yeah, as it were. Yes. He cooperated as well that, hey, you know, I just wasn't feeling it. You know, I just wasn't in the mood at this time. It was late. I was a little bit drunk or whatever. And um, she just out of nowhere just takes his dick off. I for some reason I kept thinking why does this remind me of something I've seen in a movie? There's a movie called Eleven Fourteen. Mm-hmm. Basically, the same thing happens where like some dude gets his dick cut off. Oh, so. and and what's that fucking um um hostel? Like that's oh, a big yeah. part of like yeah, those yeah. movies is like somebody's dick can cut oh, off. But oh. I'm, I'm holding my 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 I, area just right now, just telling you the story because it's just so fucking crazy. I, I know I brought it up before in the podcast. I I'm very bad with sympathy pains, and my entire groin region is on fire mm-hmm. and it is not I, I just got my shots it's not an std <laughs> oh man so anyways again like i like i said he calls the cops or whatever he you know gives his side of the story the cops are like like what the fuck is going on and everybody goes on this manhunt for his manhood yeah. and you know uh, one I'm of the cops hunt. yeah they, <laughs> one of the cops find it and they said they don't know what to do with it they call the <laughs> hospital the hospital doesn't know what to do they're like well get it on ice all right what do we do with it and so that's what they said. They went into a 7-Eleven and they got like a hot dog container and they put it in the hot dog. Now, the way the media, like I said, they describe it is, is this big old like fucking fucking foot long hot dog, Dodger dog yeah, basically yeah, yeah. going in there. But when you see the actual picture, like it's fucking comical because it's like the like if you have any kind of insecurities about your own manhood, just look up John Bobbitt's penis, right? <laughs> well, I, I will say this because this actually reminds me of that eleven fourteen movie. And I had some issues with the eleven fourteen movie because in the eleven fourteen movie... When that dude gets his dick cut off, it looks like a dick, like whatever. So it looks like what you would imagine a dick would look mm-hmm. like. But I've always thought, well, there's no blood in there, so there's no bones in your dick. So at mm-hmm. this point, you're like, it'll probably look like a shriveled up prune. <laughs> so the that, question about whether or not it's flaccid. That's, that's, yeah, so yeah. there's no blood at this point. It's like, why, why doesn't it just look like Let's just say an this. unpeeled? You said a prune, right? Yeah. A prune is gigantic compared to what I am talking about right now, right? Like, this thing looks like a California raisin. Oh, right? damn. And a prune compared to a raisin, that, that's night and day, okay, oh, brother? Yeah. I just had this thought, like, oh, I thought they cut off his dick. I think I think this is his nipple. Yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah. you said dick. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, anyways, they go. They both go to court because they both have, you know, charges, rightfully so, charges yeah, yeah, against them. Yeah. John gets tried first because, you know, there's there's fucking bruises and shit all over Lorraine or whatever. And he basically gets found not guilty because obviously, you know, you get your dick chopped off or whatever. There's yeah. going to be some sympathy yeah. from the jury oh, right damn. there. And there's no way, you know, because she was saying this has been happening for years. You right. know, this was just my final straw, you know. And um, she goes to trial and she also gets found not guilty because of reason of insanity. Now, the only thing she had to do was go to three weeks of mental evaluation, and they both get, you know, get away free. Now, the aftermath of it is probably the most interesting part about it, okay? So, they reattach John's dick. It works fine, I guess, apparently. I don't know how that works, right? Like, I fucking, um, I remember a couple years ago, I was cutting the bushes out front 
uh, with my uh, hedge trimmer and I cut the tip of my finger off, as you can see right there. Yeah, like, yeah, it, yeah. like I barely, barely to this day, like is it starting to feel normal? But for like the last few years, like it's just been my whole tip of my finger has just been dead numb, right? And so anyways, then this is like 2016, right? We're talking about like 1993, yeah, yeah. pre pre like Al Gore, like inventing the <laughs> internet, right? Like, but they reattach somebody's dick. Yeah. And okay. And so it's working perfectly fine or whatever. Lorena, just she just goes into obscurity. She divorces John or whatever. She obtains her citizenship. Like just, she's just like, I'm done with it, you know? And she pretty much goes into hiding. But John, on the other hand, he becomes a goddamn rock star. Yep. He's on Howard Stern all the time. Um, he's, you know, in the media, he's doing your celebrity big brother shows. Yeah. And I guess Ron Jeremy gets a hold of him and he's like, Hey, we got to capitalize on this. Yes. And if anybody who knows, who doesn't know who Ron Jeremy is, he's a very famous, very ugly porn star slash director with a giant dick. Apparently I, I've never <laughs> had the courage to look up fucking, uh, Ron Jeremy's dick, but apparently it's massive for a rather pudgy nasty slimy he, he 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 doesn't look like he'd be that far from Danny DeVito yeah 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 that's he a very... definitely play Mario in the Mario Brothers movie yes yeah so anyways he says hey John let's make a pornography with uh with you right let's make some money off this and again to reference the documentary that I was watching on YouTube you would think like oh, okay they would just show like the cover you know of the you know the porno like the VHS cover or whatever no they're straight up showing yeah. the porno on fucking um damn on fucking uh, YouTube, right? And you see John, he's laying there with some artistic very... artistic choices. Yep. <laughs> some very 90s porn stars, like fucking full-on, just like fucking my, little Michael Jackson bushes growing uh-huh. these girls' crotches, right? And fucking, you see his, 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 his fucking little... His little John. Calif- yeah, little John. What? Yeah. Pop up. <laughs> and it's literally, it looks like a fucking carrot, like a little baby carrot from Bolt House. Just, just, oh, man. Boing! And like I said, if anybody out there, you know, is having any fucking insecurities about your own manhood, it is it will make you feel like a goddamn fucking uh, Wakanda king. All right, <laughs> <laughs> like it is Wakanda like Wakanda king. That should be a bed size. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he makes you know his money or whatever, and um, you know, like everybody has their fifteen minutes of fame. Yeah. Now, his 15 minutes of fame are starting to dwindle down. He contacts Ron Jeremy. He's like, hey, man, I, we got to do something. Because, again, he's starting jobs. Um, he's losing them. At one point, he's, he moves to Las Vegas, and he becomes a priest. And he starts marrying people and renewing <laughs> vows or whatever. whatever. And um, it's just really sad because it's like the most douchebag life. And he goes, yeah. all right, you know, we, we got to up the ante, though. We can't just have you and your, your little guy there um, do the same thing. You know, you got to do something else. You know what I'm saying? And apparently in the first porn, um, they had him recreate the incident where yeah. some crazy Latina fucking, you know, tries to chop off his dick and he ends up fucking her or whatever, or raping her or whatever. I don't know. I didn't, I didn't have the courage to finish it. Anyways. Um, that means he completed first. The, <laughs> the second one is called Franken Penis. All right. Now, I, I was making fun of the size of his junk before because in this porn, the second porn, quote unquote, they actually send him to have his dick enlarged. <laughs> now, I guess apparently the first portion of this, quote unquote, porn, I don't know who is going to get off watching this, is just basic, just surgical video of them 
enlarging his dick. Dang. Now, th this is now like, mind you, they are showing this on YouTube. Okay, you can learn though. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it's so. A learning tool. For yeah, medical students. Fundamental, I gentlemen. Guess. If you're trying to get a Valentine's Day gift for your lady, you need to go and watch this second porn, man. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, no. It was it was literally disgusting as fuck. So they then they show like the aftermath of what his member looks like afterwards. Now, granted, it's a lot longer, a lot bigger. And you remember that shirt? It's called Mastodon. Oh yeah, yeah. You, I was in my mind. I'm thinking, okay, maybe they made it look like that, right? Where it just looks like a just exaggeratedly long, you know, yeah. regular penis. No, it looks like literally like somebody. My, now, mind you, this is like 94, 95, right? So the technology wasn't there. Al Gore hadn't invented the internet. It basically looks like a big giant tube sock, right? Uh -huh. That is holding a sack of quarters at the bottom. Like just Damn. everything <laughs> just looks just disgusting <laughs> as fuck, right? It just looks like fucking uh gandhi's nutsack or tom green's nutsack with just one nut hanging right it looks disgusting as fuck it looks like grandpa simpson's nutsack if you will like it just gross as you've fuck. seen a lot of nutsacks to yeah. references to man Jesus. yeah just <laughs> like just alex jones's nutsack <laughs> alex jones's nutsack was a lineman in college oh that's true <laughs> yeah so father time cut up uh, but it just looks disgusting <laughs> And then you see like these '90s porn stars, right? Now, mind you, this is a Ron Jeremy production. Right? Yeah, Ron yeah. Jeremy, you know, he's got some money behind him. It's not like he yeah. went to, you know, the the Wildcat video to film this, right? You you see these fucking porn stars just like just disgusted by looking at it, and they gotta suck this dick. Yep. They gotta put this dick in the ass, right? They got they gotta they gotta jump on time jump on top and ride it cowgirl style, right? And you can just see like the they're trying, you know, they're trying, <laughs> they're trying to like look like they're enjoying it, but it looks disgusting as fuck. But John Bobbitt, to this day, like they showed, yeah. like him, he had all these charges against him because um, every every couple of years he'd marry another wife, yep. he'd beat her, they'd go to court, they they'd get back together, and just to even to this day, I guess this documentary came out in 2011. Even to this day, like during the documentary, they were showing like him and a girlfriend, like going back and forth to court because he's just beating her, and this is just this douchebag yeah. that got what he deserved, but is still trying to this day. They show him in Las Vegas with a sleazeball lawyer slash agent trying to get on Celebrity Big yep, Brother, yep. trying to get on Celebrity Survivor, just trying to extend this 15 minutes of fame. You know, interesting thing about that, uh, I believe it was the first porno. Um, they fucking, it wasn't just Ron and Jeremy, like they put some clout behind it. Fucking, I remember, uh, they like you said, they recreated. There's a scene in the porno that I remember where Lemmy from Motorhead comes up and he finds the the dick and he's like, yeah, they got other fucking they got celebrities. Lemmy in there? Yeah, they got a bunch of people in the fucking pornos that aren't having sex. They're just kind of walking through and like <laughs> say they're in the fucking porno. You know what I mean? And yeah. By the way, I think we have a new spinoff podcast, Jacob Reviews Porn. I think that, that would be. <laughs> I think that'd be awesome. I think that'd be awesome. I'm down. <laughs> You'll make the sacrifice. I'll make the sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to give Jacob me reviews testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you guys got anything else besides genius ideas for a new <laughs> podcast and questions about what's going on with O Man and other such things? No, I think I, think I do want to start a podcast network though. Once I get that office <laughs> finished and built, like I do want to start like a little podcast network. We have a little spinoff podcast and shit. Hell yeah, dude! Anyways, but uh, JRP Jacob reviews porn. 
It's it. There it is. <laughs> it's the Joe Rogan logo <laughs> just with my face, but there's like dicks and balls. Yeah, going the, the testicles. It's your face with testicles on it. Yeah. Like, Instead of magic mushrooms. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. I don't know, Davey. No, no, no. It'll be testicles reviewed on it'll Jacob's be podcast. A pair, it'll be a pair of testicles and your face is on either one and it's like the laughing and crying mask, the drama mask. Oh my God. So it could be, so that's your, yeah, That's there it is. That's that's the money shot. Pun intended. Maybe. <laughs> And I could check you for t- 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 testicular cancer. And on, on that line. note. <laughs> Want to bring it home, Eric? All right. So please go and uh, like the Facebook page. Join the Facebook group, Art and Jacob Do America. Uh, join the conversation. Let us know how we're doing. Um, if you like what we're doing, let us know. And if you don't, let us know why. And maybe we'll change it. And if we don't like it, fuck you. You can suck my right testicle. Because the left one may or may not be there after this one. It might have like shrunk up right back inside of me, man. Fucking scared. Uh, I don't know from over here. It looks fine. Oh, good, good. Yeah, there you go. It's been um, reviewed. <laughs> it is, my testicle has been reviewed. Five-star review. Perfect. The right one, though, is like a three and a half, I would Ooh, say. Oh, damn. All you right, didn't, you didn't shave it well enough. That's true. That's fair. That's fair. Um, a little too veiny. <laughs> uh, Art over here, you can find him on Instagram at Robots vs. Robots. That's Robots vs. Robots. Jacob over here basically is at Art and Jacob to America. He's got a personal, but he doesn't really use it that often. And you can find me at E.B. Castillo the First. That is as in Eric Ben. B as in Ben. E.B. Castillo the First with the number one. Uh, if you go to notdeadgetapparel.com, they got a bunch of good stuff. Uh, you can use code E.B. Castillo at checkout to get 10% off. Uh, let's see. What else the fuck do we got? Uh, shout out to Elizabeth Jackman because I... You know what? Valentine's Day and I, I did not uh, shout out Elizabeth. I, somewhere I should have put that in there a little bit quicker than that. But, it's you okay. Know, yeah, whatever. You got the Andrew Warren. Yeah. Huh? Shout out Elizabeth Warren. Oh, you shout out Elizabeth Warren. Yep. There you go. Good Dude. luck with your presidential bid. Yeah. <laughs> Hope that goes well, I guess. Art, who, who, who should they tell? I'll tell your mom when you boo it too. Oh, we missed that last week, sir. <laughs> I guess you just said it. It's not the same. I oh, tried I'm saying sorry. that one time. It doesn't work. It's just not. You just stumbled. Tell your mom when. Ah, oh, what's the second part? <laughs> <laughs> tell your boo-boo and your like, fuck. Tell mama and your doo-doo? <laughs> yeah. Tell, tell Dada and boo-boo. Dada doo-doo. I don't know. Well, that said, everybody... <laughs> Oh, great review. Oh, yeah. Um, all that stuff. Five stars. All that shit. Five star reviews. Where should they keep doing what they're doing, Art? Keep doing what you're doing. Well, that's it, everybody. <laughs> I think we got it all up. Have a good night. Be good out there.